Hello, welcome to the first episode that's actually going to go up on the podcast. We were just on Omegle. No, no, we're not going to talk about what we saw <laughs> The very Omegle. last Omegle we saw. <laughs> Something not to. Bro, why was it so small? Chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. We're going to have to edit this part out. No, All right. No, we don't have to edit any of this. We have 30 okay. minutes. Keep it clean. All right, so we're going to talk about weird stuff. How about girls on Google Hangouts? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Isn't that how you, like, almost get expelled from school? Not expelled, bro. They just took my fucking Chromebook for a straight week. A straight week? Straight week. Only, what only what did week? you talk about? Like, what was the... Bro, was there was just fucking paragraphs of sexting, and this was some deep shit. It was pretty descriptive, was not she, gonna lie. Was she under the age of 17? She was not. I, no, sir. Good boy. You cut that shit off right when you turn 18. <laughs> that's, that's... You got to. Well, actually, you know the... Age of consent in South Carolina is like fifteen, so I mean, it's sixteen. Yeah, it's but, fifteen. But with my luck, I mean, fifteen. I got uh, the shitty if luck. If you're born, if There's you're born Romeo after Pons. them, uh, if you're born after them, then it's uh, fifteen. Whoa! Don't ask how I know that. I was really bored one day. <laughs> you know the age of consent in Japan is twelve. Jesus. Like if you're eighteen, why they're twelve? Because I. Do was you want like, to go to Japan now, Cody? Right, you know the first. No. You know the first chick to ever get pregnant was like five years old. Yep, That's she was five, and it was her crazy, uncle. It was That's her gotta be a baby. disorder or something. The only pregnant. She uh, she went through menopause, or no, she had her first period at like two and a half, which is like wow. What? Yeah, no, it was. It's it's a very interesting story, and then they DNA tested it, and it was their uncle. That's disgusting. Yeah. So uh, sick, man. Bringing guns. Hope he's in jail. I I would I would definitely go for bringing guns into Mexico Not a at this moment. Um. Yeah. What a what a very energy laden past twenty minutes we've had on various different sites. That was horrifying. We talked to a dude, you know, uh, Han. 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 His name was Han. Han. Pretty cool guy. He's, he's not he the sta- guy from He Fast stands against. He stands against the CCP. So you know, cool guy. <laughs> Hong Kong. Cool man, guy. the man was Indian. Of course, he stands against the CCP. They what hate does them. that even mean? You know, they're having skirmishes on the border. Are they really? Yeah, they're they're like India and China. Yeah, they they're unarmed. So I think like eighty Chinese died like a few weeks ago, but they killed eighteen um, Indians because they threw them into a river. So I mean, they're they're having little skirmishes <laughs> on the border. But I mean. It is kind of lit. Yo, imagine. imagine we live in an interesting time. We live in an interesting time. We're about to... Oh, Regional Anderson just Watch when me and Cody... Because Cody is oh, joining no. a certain branch, and I am as well. But watch. Uh, are you joining? Speak of the devil, my recruiter just test, or texted me and asked if I'd taken the ASVAB. We're going to take that after the show. I thought you, you guys, took it. No, I did not. No. But I either way, know. it'd be funny if when me and Cody like get out of college or whatever, and we have to get deployed and... We're immediately in a war, but the odds of that happening because of Joe Biden office are very high. We need to go on Google Maps after this and meet up in the um the cafe we find in Beijing. Yes. At least when you come out of it, you get PTSD. Yeah. I'm no, I'm kidding. <laughs> get scared at dogs. I don't know. <laughs> look at it. Look at a firework and just go. Ah. I already have PTSD. No, I'm like getting your ruptured eardrum. Yo, this Pretty man much. ruptured his eardrum playing wrestling, boy. Playing wrestling. Yeah, because that's how that works. No, I was wrestling. <laughs> really and my friend, uh, my partner and friend, he, uh, your partner, his forehead got really like hit my my head really hard on my ear, and it like compressed the air, and it like ripped my. Were ear you practicing Jesus. in bed? We were practicing on the mats, Cody. <laughs> you did say it was your partner, so <laughs> it, it was my wrestling partner. Ah. To be clear. To be clear, very clear. This man is not gay. Neither of these men are gay. No, sir. No, sir. Oh, dear Lord. 
three, four minutes in. I... <laughs> All right, so what has been happening on the content. news lately, what guys? What has been happening on the news? Oh, about- AOC lied. AOC she lied. did lie. And Nancy Mace, we love Nancy Mace now. Nancy Mace is cool. See, I thought she was going to be a terrible replacement for Joe Cunningham, but Nancy Mace, you're pretty good. Yeah, you're you're no, pretty she, cool. No, I, the best part about it was AOC was, uh, it was an hour before anything happened, and she was terrified. Like, the cop, if they look at the timeline, you know, the problem is, is a month after this stuff happened, they can say all of this weird shit because nobody remembers it. They just remember the day. Funny enough, I was there. So, yeah, I mean, so I remember this shit. There's a timeline to it. Like, you, you, yeah. if you're if you're there or if you're thinking about it, you remember, hey, Trump was speaking at this time. He ended his speech at this time. And then people went and rioted in the Capitol. And even then, they had rioted about 15 minutes before he finished his speech. So, really, yeah. those people were not Trump supporters. Another thing, another interesting thing. Nick Fuentes got played, like, they played his clips <laughs> in the hearing. So, Nick is official now. Did you not see that? They were playing Nick Fuentes because he, so he, Nick, if you don't know, Nick Fuentes was the leader of the Stop the Steal. And he was, you know, they showed his speech, but he didn't ever tell anyone to go and, you know, into the Capitol. He never endorsed any of that. And people were like, he's one of, you know, Trump probably, you know, under the table stuff with Fuentes, but Fuentes never told anybody anything like that. So I don't know why they were bringing him up, but, you know, shout out to Nick. Doing big things, big supporters. Did you uh, did you see the new video? I'm not a supporter of Nick Where Quintos. they were showing, um, I think there was a guy who's right behind Biden, and he was uh, taking the nuclear codes with him. What? Hold yeah, on, bro. hold on. What so, is this? Hold okay, on. so Biden was leaving the Capitol when the rioting was happening, right? And there was a guy right next, like behind him, that was following him because they were leaving, and he had like the nuclear, what's it fucking called? The nuclear, nuclear football. football. Yeah, the launch code. He had the football with him, like. Straight up behind him. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, bro. You know, Can you imagine to be honest, he was. Yeah. Who was it? There was some president. I think it may have been Papa Bush or it may have been uh, Carter. Not Carter. Bush was was it? it may have been Jimmy Carter, who left the new nu- the nuclear launch codes in his jacket pocket and he gave it to the dry cleaning place, <laughs> and they freaked out. Well, I mean, you already the know nu- they have it. But I'm pretty sure it's called a nuclear submarine in yeah, Spanish. No, it's it, like, it yo, would be bro. Fun. It went, and I was like, I mean, I hope they change him every so often because that was pro- uh, that was think, a huge security breach right there. I think they also have like an eye scanner. What or, are these numbers? Or, what? No. <laughs> or hand scanner or some type yeah. of shit. Oh, they so, definitely do. Yeah. So it's only fun. they know that that's person. No, as you call a nuclear submarine and you know very well that this man does not speak Spanish, but he's telling you numbers <laughs> in Spanish like, uno, dos, tres. Why are you assuming they're Mexican or Spanish? <laughs> oh. They could be Asian. Or white, or, or white, black, or, or black, it's or just, anybody who owns so a dry cleaning place. Oh my, God. my only experiences with dry cleaning places are the place on Woodruff Road and the Ladies Hispanic. So that's my experience with it. Okay. Oh, I'm not trying to, like, what did you say, Mom? Oh, pizza is ready. You guys want pizza? I just ate. I actually just had pizza. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you guys continue talking. Wait, wait, I'm gonna we're go eating good. Pizza is I'm going to go get my food. Fucking... You guys continue talking. Bro, you guys you like Panera? I love Panera. Dude, Panera is... They're fucking... Uh, what's it called? Broccoli cheddar mac and cheese or whatever. The ma- yeah, mac and the cheese The soup is crazy. good. The mac and cheese is good. The fucking crazy. baguettes. The baguettes. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, let's... See, we haven't really prepared for this, but we'll look at some other stuff that has happened in the news. Um, oh, the girl from The Mandalorian, she got canceled. Ah, yes. Gino. Now, you're you can have an opinion on, you know, trans rights and stuff, but to get fired for it, I think was a bit excessive. She made a joke, you know, 
we should be able to take jokes now. This shouldn't be anything, you know. She I didn't. Mean, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't flat out say anything crazy either. I do disagree with her when she said she compared being Republican to the Holocaust. I think Holocaust comparisons are overused and are really inappropriate because I don't think anything will quite compare to the Holocaust. You know what I'm talking about, Cody? When mm-hmm. she but compared, I, mean, I just don't think that's. I mean, she shouldn't have gotten fired over it. But yeah, I but Disney, they're still like. They are more for kids and children and shit like that. Even yeah. nowadays, I mean, it's I mean, culture. You're building up a culture of people that think that the other side needs to be killed. Yeah, and it's just I Holocaust comparisons. We need to stop doing that. Yeah, really not fair to people who lost loved ones or survived the Holocaust. You know, that's I think it's inappropriate. We need to stay away from that. But you know, another thing, of congressman very recently tweeted, you know, compare saying that Hitler was better than Trump. Did you see that? And turn, yeah, a Democrat running for Congress in Georgia. I think it was something Jetson. Uh, let me see. I, I posted something about it. What I don't understand is, like, all these people who are famous or they have big political views or yeah. they're politicians and shit. You would think you would know nowadays. Like, I get speaking your rights and mm-hmm. yeah, first your amendment. views. You should be able to do that. Yeah, yeah I regardless. totally agree that. But if you have a lot of power or you're on TV or shit like that, then honestly, I think you should just kind of... Or you should know at this point that something like that's gonna happen, where you're gonna get fired or yeah, like that's like it's 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 deranged. It is is mentally it's mental soup. The Nazi comparisons need to chill. Like okay, so Mark Judson running for Congress in Georgia said you can't fully compare Trump to Hitler. This is this is his quote. He's Mark Judson said Hitler wasn't too much of a coward to serve in the army. Hitler did fix the German economy, which actually isn't true, and. He said, imagine how much of a dirty POS person Trump has to be to compare to Hitler. So what he's saying is Hitler was a better leader than Trump, which is really, that that's just, uh, like, even, wow. like, that's just, that's over the top. That he did is, get the entire, he did get pretty much the entirety of Germany to jump into a war that they absolutely lost. Yeah, and it's just, it's embarrassing to do that. And I'm surprised I haven't seen anything on the news about it, but, you know, cancel culture, it's it's toxic it really is and yeah we talked about that and yeah what she said wasn't right what beep beep boop bop okay that was that was no that was that was a joke obviously if you make a joke you shouldn't be getting canceled but what she i think the more concerning thing was when she compared being republican to being you know in the hall like to being a jew during the holocaust which i disagree with i think that you know we're not you know you could see a little comparison but no, no not at all there's nothing at all really like because, I mean, me and Cody, and I'm guessing you're Republican, aren't getting purged from our own houses by our own neighbors, <laughs> and the Gestapo aren't storming our houses and throwing us in, you know, trains. I mean, we still have the freedom to do whatever. I don't think yeah. that's ever going to happen, because we I, have an American, I, I mean, if somebody tries to come put me in a train, I have a gun. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. You know, there's... I mean, stock up while you can right now. Yeah, because, sure. I mean, Hitler did take the guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, now, big so gun Every single guy. authoritarian regime yeah. has unarmed their citizens. Yeah, yeah. Mao, the Fidel, you know... Uh, really stalin uh, stalin Hitler, and even even it, it wasn't even guns you know back in you know it was in the it was like the medieval times in japan one of the leaders took all the swords so it isn't just guns it's the way you you know have a society submit to your authority is you disarm them so they regardless no of whether it's guns or swords yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. you take away that ability for them to you know really fight against the government and you know you lose you lose all your freedom because mm-hmm. government serves us you know, we shouldn't be serving I mean, the government. It's a limited government. You yeah, know? If we, we wanted to overthrow it. Yeah, and people forget that. You know what I mean? Like the government serves us. Yeah. We don't serve the government, so we always need a we always need a reminder of that. You know, if yeah. all these congressmen are like, you know, 
have all these complexes of how they're better than us, but I'm like, we used no. To, we used to own warships. <laughs> yeah. People people could have laid siege to New York in the harbor if they wanted to, but they didn't because they were yeah. decent people. And it's only the shit people, say pirates, that are doing stuff illegally anyways yeah. <laughs> that are the problem. Because you're going to have somebody that doesn't have a gun, and they could have a gun. My, my favorite thing is you have a five foot what is the greatest equalizer between a five foot two girl and a six foot five buff beefed out Dude. roids full of like man who what is the ultimate equalizer? A gun. exactly one around to the chest in that man <laughs> is probably yeah. gonna put him down <sighs> and you know we see these and you know there's all this hypocrisy going on where we see all these girls putting on their story like i'm scared to walk out at night you know and like different stuff i'm like but then you see them post again how they're anti-gun I'm like, like you could I would gladly buy you a gun. I would like, buy you, you a gun. Carry so you, could a tw- you could carry a twenty two with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's nothing stopping you from doing that. <laughs> like if you whip out a gun, it, an armed society is a polite society because if you have to back up your actions with your life, yeah. then you generally do it. And if you don't, then I mean that's yeah. gene pool funding. And another thing with the with the gun Oh, oh, another big thing that I saw. David Hogg, one of the survivors of the Parkland shooting decided that he's going to take the money that he's raised and all this stuff towards a meme pillow to go against the my pillow guy. So the my pillow guy is very big conservative, very you know, he's pretty close with Trump, talked no, with Trump a lot. A, he's obsessed with and, Trump. And you know, David Hogg doesn't like the guy. Fair enough. You don't have to like him. But to take the funding from a movement well, I don't necessarily agree with, but you know, the core of it is to stop gun. We we should all try and stop gun Definitely, violence. No, everybody. And that's yeah. what I mean. But you know, there was another guy who was. I think he used to work with David Hogg, I mean, who said taking, this is an embarrassment. He's to the taking movement. advantage of his classmates' lives for political gain. Yeah, it's it's really embarrassing. It's really immature. Let me see if I can pull up the tweets. But also on that aspect, it's it's people. It's especially with say defund the police and they would take all the guns and they all that fun stuff like chicago has some of the highest gun rates in the country and they have the strictest gun laws in the country because illegal people like people that are going to commit violent acts are going to commit violent acts anyways it doesn't need a gun but if it's illegal then the only people with guns are the people that want to shoot somebody or want to rob somebody or want to use that power over another person and then it's only the people that are going to commit bad acts that have them instead of a good citizen in their home. Say if they break into somebody's home, somebody's got a gun, they're dead. Yeah, and or they're going to leave after the first two shots. Yeah, and most of the time you see these people who, you know, most around, I think it was, you know, don't you know take it with a grain of salt or whatever, but I think it was around 75% of all gun violence is gang related. And most of these gang members are getting their guns illegally. They're not going out to, you know, PSA and buying a gun. No, they're buying it from, you know, off the black market and stuff. Every man's dream is to sit on his front porch on a nice summer afternoon, sipping a 40 and holding a Glock. <laughs> I mean, the only reason they're doing this gang violence, though, is because, like, for one, territory, and two, yeah. I mean, they think that the other gangs that they're going against are going to try to hit them first, so then they automatically hit them. Yeah, and I think it, it, and, you know, this isn't a slippery slope fallacy here. We see that this is what's leading up to, you know, people joining gangs, is we see single motherhood. 
you know, happening where oh, most yeah. people who end up in jail and end up joining these gangs are looking for male bonding. They never. And the only way, figures. yeah, and the only way they find that is within you know gangs and stuff. Yeah. And then you know, in order to join the gang, you have to go kill a guy or my, rob somebody. My favorite thing about Democrats is they attack the. They attack the, the wrongs. They they, they they attack the they attack something later down the line instead of attacking the yeah. You got to attack it at the source. It's like uh, it's like it's, it, it, it's like mo it's like putting a mower over a weed. San you know Francisco, I mean? they have a poop department because mm -hmm. there is poop everywhere on the street. You have an app that you can put where the poop is. Yeah, and in Instead of trying to solve the problem with homelessness in San Francisco, yeah. instead of trying to solve the problem, they try to fix what is trying to... What they, they think the problem is. What they think know. the problem is because they are too, their the, skulls are too thick to get past their political partisanship and look at the actual root yeah, of the problem. An and it's all problem. political. It's all political. You don't, give, you don't care about people's lives unless it helps you politically. Like if you can disarm a populace and blame it on violence... Do it. Do it. Absolutely. Take the guns away from the people that actually use them. It's also yeah. a right. It's also a right. Where's the Constitution? Give me the, give me yeah. the Constitution. Yeah, pocket Constitution, ladies pocket and gentlemen. Pocket Constitution time. It is also a right because, you know, in uh, the Second in Amendment of the Constitution... Oh, that's... What is this? But, I mean, it's... Insane. Yeah, and you know, we we already know that Amendment Kamala two. Harris said that when she gets when as a VP, she said if there isn't any gun legislation passed within 90 days, her and Biden will use executive orders. And may I remind you, they passed 55, what, 55 executive orders already, and it's been what a couple weeks. That's insane. We need to, if you know, when it comes down to it, we need to get rid of executive orders because that's giving the president too much power, and it's you know, and we're seeing the effects of it. Some executive orders, I mean, Trump did some good ones. But we should really, you know, the president should be there to sign treaties, sign bills, you know, be the figurehead of the country. Mm -hmm. But he should, but he or she should not be, you know, giving out orders like this, you know, trying to ban AR-15s. Well, it's, it's definitely, the ironic part is, is that people will give the president too much power and then they'll complain once the president, another partisan yeah. president uses that power. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you have to find, you have to find bipolar partisan support for it but let me let me just read the second amendment of the constitution while we're yeah. still on that aspect a well regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to bear and keep arms will not be infringed yeah that last there. part is pretty important shall not be infringed you know there originally were like 27 articles in the um and then they cut it down to 10 like the amendments? second amendment, the second amendment was like really long. Like you cannot take it because people owned yeah, warships back then. I'm the United still States, be able to. the United <laughs> States Navy consisted of a bunch of people saying, "Hey, yo, I hate taxes too. Let's go up, blow up some British. Let's go blow up some yeah. British ships on the line." This country was founded on exactly. <laughs> it was founded on rough individualism, and now that we have so many people in this country, we can conglomerate into larger and larger cities, and so more and more liberal ideas. And that's uh, you and we see that, and you know, we see a lot of this is up mass immigration. We are seeing this happen in that Texas. That's what they want. If they get, if they get uh, eighty million people, because the numbers they are said they said we'll have a hundred million immigrants by twenty forty. I'm pretty sure. And the crazy thing, I don't have it's, a problem with immigration. It's just unvetted immigration. Yeah. Well, that too, and also we're, and it's not just the you know legal illegal part. It's they're letting these people in. Okay, this is according to Pew and Research. Giving them things. Not not just that, but they're also they're voting 70-30 Democrat. They're mat, they're you know very much against guns. They are very much against you know free speech, and we saw this happen. You know Reagan carried California as a solid red state, but because of mass immigration, you know California is super blue now. We're seeing that in Texas. Beto O'Rourke gave Ted Cruz a run for his money in 2018 for that Senate seat. So you know, it's just. 
it's it scared me when I saw that because I was like, Texas is going to turn blue in the next couple of elections. They don't. And it's and if and if, if Texas goes blue, that is like they, that is detrimental to the to the GOP. Now I already don't like the GOP. GOP you know, sucks. I'm gonna, I'm going to have to vote for the GOP because you know I'm a conservative. No, you, don't. you don't have to. I mean, vote I don't, for I don't the have GOP. to vote. Primary for the GOP. them all out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to primary all the establishment people out. I'm talking Dan Crenshaw, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. You already know what it is. Marco that's Rubio, solution, Mitt Romney. Get them out of here. The solution isn't. Get them out of here. The solution isn't just sitting by and complaining about it. It's primarying them out and turning the party into what that's you what want I'm it saying. to be. There's 70 million yeah. people like that that want a more sort of centrist party that doesn't look at the other side and say. Eh, it's too establishment, man. We need to get, you know, it's just, it's frustrating. It's re- It really is frustrating to see. And we're see- you know, Nick Fuentes even said, America first is inevitable, which is the movement of this, you know. That's why they're trying to bring mass immigration. Because yeah. the problem with it is if you have 20 million, if you have 20 million immigrants in here, into the country, you have a pretty much one party system. But if you have 80 to 100 million, then the federalism stays. Yeah. Like the country stays as yeah. the country. And then there will be no way to yeah. have a, either a civil war or a peaceful transition. And what's interesting is, it's not even like the immigrants are inherently liberal. A lot of them, you know, they do have some inherently liberal ideas, like being anti-gun, which I guess they carry from their, you know, their countries. Which but a lot of them, most immigrants that come to America are Catholic, which Catholic is inherently like conservative. And we're seeing this where it's like, you know, they, they may not understand the American politics stuff, but Democrats are like, hey, we'll give you, you know, welfare if you vote for us. Hey, we'll give you this and that, and, you know, we'll pardon your buddy who's in prison if you you know get us in office and it's just it's frustrating to see twitter drama rico says biden will never be my president and a uh a liberal says if you don't like it climb back over that wall and go back to mexico that's kind of racist mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's kind of racist pretty racist that's kind of racist that's and ironic it is the party really of the party of racism the party of the civil war is now racist we're seeing to... we're seeing that they're so anti-racist that they have a white savior complex which i think is real it's it's, it's, oh, it's side white people didn't side. invent white people didn't invent everything yeah. gunpowder was invented in asia <laughs> You know, and we're having this white savior complex where it's like, you know, they, they need to sa- they need to save every we save everybody. White people, white people aren't the problem or the solution. Yeah, it's looking at everybody the same. It's not giving people special benefits because of your skin color. It's giving, yeah. it's it's a class based system. And if you argue with a leftist about it, they will they will inevitably say, well, it's a class based system. And it's like, okay, so you have class based solutions. You help the lower class rise up yeah, we're but divide- then they, they point it to race they immediately transition it to race it's like yeah, oh well black people are poor it's like no they not all not of all of them poor. and also i think tucker carlson even said it best we are not more if you'd be surprised we're not more divided by race we're more divided by class than anything yeah you know what i mean and now we we're really divided are. by culture well culture i'd say i say class especially in this country yeah we look at each other and think you are the other it's tribal you're the, you're the enemy you you're know? an enemy it's like you have a conversation with somebody it's like oh is this a good thing and then they'll agree with you and then you'll say something else like oh my god you're a neo-fascist it's like yeah, we don't agree on anything it's like we agreed on 95 percent of the stuff we just talked about yeah but because we don't agree on one thing you immediately turn to calling people names and yeah and oh another thing is we saw a bipartisan issue that Biden attacked was, so he just de- so Trump decided to regulate the you know one of the the pharmacy industry. Yeah. So then people, so then you know insulin is affordable. But sure then Biden decided to now. deregulate it and make sure that you know these big pharma companies can charge four hundred dollars a month yeah, for they're, insulin. Yeah, they're doing that again. And I'm like, that's not fair. Like that I, really is. Sure, I read something yeah. about a man that died because all yeah. of a sudden his insulin was like he had to pay two three hundred dollars on top. Yeah. And he just didn't buy it because it was too expensive yeah, and, and he couldn't, he couldn't live and yeah. he died because of that. Yeah. And here's the thing is 
I'm not saying that it should be handed out. I'm not for handouts, not and nothing's free, but it should at least be regulated so it's at a decent price so then it's at least affordable for people who need it. Because it's not a thing, it's not like healthcare where everyone needs, everyone, you know, should or at least try and have healthcare. I'm not saying they need it, but it's 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 a thing that, you know, most people desire. But, but not like, everyone needs insulin, you know what I mean? But I mean, like, it is increasing every single, like, day. I mean, like, yeah. more and more people are needing insulin. I mean, that's, like, a main thing that people need. You yeah, know? it's, it's I mean, for diabetics, at yeah, least, you sure. know, which is a, I don't know how many people in this country are yeah. diabetic, but some people are born with it. But, I mean, some people do. Get yeah, but then some people, you, you can actually, yeah, but then some people, you can actually get rid of type 2 diabetes. It, like, so, like, let's say I'm obese and I have type 2 diabetes. You can actually get rid of it by, like, massive weight loss and so stuff. So, the, yeah. the creator of insulin in the 19, or, like, synthetic insulin, which is what we use, which yeah, you it's, can it's, it's a steroid, pretty yes, much. Yes, yes. So I think it's manufactured by Ellie Lilly, Hamilly, They get it from cows. And, no, they don't. They, they don't. Not, they have, well, we talked about this in bio. They have, get from cows. It's a different E. coli bacteria. They used to get it from cows, so you'd okay. have to kill three cattle for like a injection Jeez. of in, uh, okay. insulin, and then they synthesized it so you can grow it through bacteria. Okay, so, so that's that's a no. genetically okay. modified um, bacterium. And so the the guy or the woman that created it sold the patent for a dollar, so it could be available to everybody, so people didn't have to suffer. And now you look at it, and it is what like. Four hundred dollars per dose for like insulin. Yeah, it's like insane. It's I'm insane. all for the you know, I'm somewhat free market. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a free market capitalist. I'm not ne even necessarily a capitalist. Either. I mean, if you're gonna make, I'm a not free a socialist market. either. But I'm, I'm a mixed kind of guy. I'm not. You know, I, I think the free market, and that's that's a part of it. That's where the free market's unfair. As you see, the big pharma can charge as much as they want because it's the free market. But see, the government needs to step in and help regulate that. Which I mean, and it's not just there. There's some areas and stuff. But I'm you know I'm pro mixed market. Oh wow! I just saw the CNN article. Officers or yeah. officials were unaware of the potential danger of a nuclear football during. You can see the big threat. black box. You just can't. Yeah. Military insane. officials were unaware yeah. that Pence's military aid carrying the nuclear football was potentially in danger. Okay, so what's a nuclear? It's like a literally. It is, like... it is a. It is a box with a bunch of stuff inside of it. It's a suitcase. So they carry that around everywhere. It's like, it's, like when you open does it have it codes and stuff on laptop? Yeah. yeah, and it has all the codes and it has a yeah. phone. Interesting. Why was he carrying it around like that? Because he was the VP. transferring they, it or something. They carry it well, everywhere. I mean, if there's people invading the Capitol, I mean, there's you don't a want guy to get that you don't nuke that. the Capitol though. <laughs> no, no, you know what they're trying to uh, no otherwise. Um, no, but they carry it around with them everywhere they go. They okay. have they have Trump. And Obviously, I'm just pretty sure they have one for Pence too. That like, in sense. case Trump dies, they carry it around. There's a guy specifically carrying a suitcase for his job, which I would love that job. But <laughs> on that aspect of not nuking American citizens, there's... I, God, I forgot the the senator's name, but she compared Trump supporters to Al-Qaeda and saying that we drone strike Al-Qaeda. Well, it wasn't Elizabeth Warren, was I, it? I, Sanders? Um, look that up. But, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Harris no, who said something no, about that. They, they um, look up Trump supporters getting drone striked tweet. And so she compared... I, think I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember who it was. She, yeah, no. She, he's it, was, it was some no-name senator, though. Yeah, no, but Nobody she important. Can, no, she, but they, they have positions of power. Yeah, that's the problem. And they're saying to drone strike American citizens on American soil. Yeah, that's a problem. At that point, if the first drone strike goes down, I, I figure half of the country would be on board with that because it's like, oh my God, they're a danger uh, to the country. says Tucker Carlson suggests MSNBC's Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace, yeah. yes. Nicole Wallace, she's not in a position of power, but she has a position well, in media is power. probably just as much. Media, is, media is just as powerful as the government. Media, Let's be honest. Media they control. Is the oh, yeah. Media is the press wing of 
any political establishment now. It's it's the corporations, the media that run this country. It's not necess- I mean, the government obviously does, but let's be honest. Trump who's controlling? You know, people. You know, it's who's controlling? Like, you know, what you can look up and you know, different stuff. What you can say is it's not the government suppressing it. Facebook really, goes it's into Facebook. Messenger. It's Twitter. Messenger. It's the media that'll slander you if you say something, even out of a little bit out of line, like and we saw with you Gino, America, whatever her name is. Bank of America turning over people's records in D.C to the federal government yeah. if they bought something in D.C. so they could catch them for, like, federal yeah. felonies. And it's a, it's a corporate oligopoly. And you look at you look at the political biases. Back, like, 30 years, the Republicans were on the side of the sort of corporations. They were corporate cronies. Yeah. And then you look over it. Once the left began to get more and more power in the institutions, they sort of switched over to, yes, we need censorship. Yes, we need to put people in correctional facilities. Yes, we need to find we need to find and root out those evil people in our society. AOC pretty much. AOC putting us in the gulag is what she's pretty much comparing <laughs> it to. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. And that is deemed as okay in our society nowadays. I wish that AOC in the worst part is is people they I, vote I almost for her. I almost it's dated I almost dated an AOC like AOC brainwashed girl. Well, I wouldn't call it brainwashed, but she was so on board with AOC. And I brought stuff up about it, and she was like, oh my god, but it's AOC. It's AOC. It's like, that, she is the left's version of Trump. You think the polar opposite of Trump? She is the leftist. She is a woman of color. She's the figurehead. Yeah, she's a figurehead. She's But that's the thing, is a lot of, what's, what's really interesting is you ask a lot of these AOC supporters what her policy is, and what she supports, and what she's done. A lot of them don't even know. They just, they just like her because she's young, (laughs) You know, she speaks out against Trump, and that's it. I like the that's fact really that she's a, I like I mean, the fact isn't that, that she was half a our generation, though. Yeah, I know, and, and there's nothing wrong coming from a working class background. We're seeing that more and we more need today. More of that. Yeah, no, that's, we see, that's badass. Yeah, we see more people coming from like a working class background, like Temmins. You know, well, we're, Temmins is a you know a, a, a jag, you know, a military lawyer, and he's also doing this. So, you know, we saw who's that lady, Colorado? She owns a bar. You know, we're seeing. I like that we're seeing more. You know, populist people joining rather than people with just all this money the running. The yeah. establishment shills need to be found and voted out of office. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing more than that. Just found mm-hmm. and voted out of office because yeah. we, we, they, they do not work for us. They work for themselves. They leave Congress with our money, and then they have millions of dollars on top of that from speeches and other things that gets held up in different funds until they're out of office, and then corporations give that to them. So the corporations keep their power. So. In essence, populist movements, a populist left and right movement would be more centered than what we have today. Yeah, and we're seeing a more we're seeing the rise of populism because Trump. I know, it's kind of ironic that Trump brought it, but Trump did bring populism to the Republican Party. He well, brought nationalism. Yeah, he. I mean, he brought populism. He brought nationalism to the Republican Party. You know, the okay. Now the Republican Party is about to split. I'd say probably in the next ten years, but. He united it because we were at a time we were seeing the Tea Party join, like start to form in 2016. Mm-hmm. But Trump united that party. He brought, you know, everyone together. He brought the good ideas from both parties together. But now we're seeing, you know, they're starting to pull apart again. So we need, you know, a big figurehead. And I think Tucker can fit that role. You know what I mean? I, you know, I, I love Tucker. I know that's so such an overused thing where it's like Tucker should run for office. And, you know, he's always not going to, but he should because, you know, people on both sides of the right, you know, the paleocons, the neocons, and anyone in between. They like Tucker Carlson because he brings up, you know, the actual issues and talks about them. He doesn't necessarily talk about opinion as much as he looks at the facts and he has, he has a conversation about it. Yeah, and, and he's, he's open to debate people, too. Yeah. And he's, and he's good at it. And I'm just like, we should get, 
you know, Tucker Carlson or at least somebody like him to go in and run and, you know, yeah. beat out all these you know, establishment people, people. Yeah, especially, and you look at, um, I'm going to relate this to BLM, but you look at BLM, it's just a political pawn. Like, yeah. when was the last time you heard about BLM? Yeah, and, they're, and even BLM starting to realize, they're like, we just got used, we just got... We got played by Biden I and Harris. They're told, tweeting. They're like, why haven't we met with Biden and Harris? Why I, haven't we done anything? About I it? it wasn't even all anything of, last year, no, was it? I, no, it, it was. was it, was, it was the shit last year. It was like, summer. It was, it was everything The, the BLM last year. movement's it was, been before. I mean, you know, it, 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 it appears... It pops appeared, up every election. Yeah, yeah every, every midterm. use. It every, pops up for See, we're not going to hear about it in 2021. But once 2022 hits, we're going to start seeing a little bit of it because of midterms and stuff. You know what I mean? We're going to see it, you know, I'd say probably in October. It's going to be trending on Twitter again. But then as soon as it's over, it's going to go down. And it, it happened in 2014, 2016, 2018. And that's, that's yeah. what I've been telling my VLM friends. You are being used for political points. Your lives do not matter to the people that you are electing. These people get in office. They look at you and say, Haha, thank you for your vote. Goodbye. Yeah. That sort of stuff. They manipulate see, you into voting. See you like in November. I went, I, went to a, I went to a BLM rally for George Floyd uh, hmm. after this yeah, stuff in downtown. happened. In downtown. Yeah. And it was, it was peaceful during the day. And... I listen to the man. He's speaking unity. It's not. It's not. It's not about your political party. It's about our lives and how they matter. It's yeah. like that. That is. That is the essence yeah. of it. But you take it. You look at other people. You look at them as the other. You divide people. You just sort of sit there and you twist them apart, and then you throw them away. Yeah. And that is exactly. They're not. They're not trying to stay in the BLM movement because they need them for political points later down in the line. And I'm sure people are going to get mad for that. But yes. If you are you are a part of BLM, you were used in the 2020 election to elect Joe Biden. You were absolutely used. And it's they do not, not just care them. about you. They do not care about your lives. They care about your vote. And if they can manipulate you into voting for them, you are worth the world to them for two weeks. And then the moment they get elected, you are just you are everything. Nothing changes. Nothing changes unless you elect people. You have people that you have. You elect those people. You know their policy. You know what they're going to do. Find somebody that you trust, not somebody that just wants your vote. That sort of thing. That's why yeah. we want to primary out McMaster. Yeah, we need to... Well, I mean, I think personally, I'm not a big McMaster guy. I think he needs to get primaried because I just think the way he handled COVID. It was very... I mean, you know, obviously during the peak of it, you should obviously be having some restrictions and stuff. But... We need to open the state back up now. We need to open it. I'm talking full-blown Florida. It's embarrassing that we haven't yet. He's cowering down to the establishment, and I'm like, get him out then. If he's if he's not gonna if he's not gonna open the state back up fully, and he's not gonna you know Domestic go against travel. it, we're then then get him out. Get McMaster out. I'm done with him. I I'm, mean, if Biden tries to limit domestic travel with um, Florida, I'm going back and forth between Florida every single weekend. Yeah, and it's every just every single weekend. You know, you we can't need to stop my travel. Yeah, we need to get we need to get somebody better than McMaster in there because it's 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 embarrassing. I'm done with it at this point. Uh, First Amendment of the Constitution. Exactly. Congress shall not make no law respecting. <laughs> Congress shall not make no law respecting the establishment of religion, prohibiting the free express or exercise, therefore, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble, to assemble and the petition the government for redress of grievances. And that's the thing. You're taking away our right to assemble. For a couple months, they took away our right to meet in religious places, which is, again, another violation. So we're seeing, and I was seeing about this yesterday, I'm like, why, why hasn't anyone litigated this to the Supreme Court? They, that it's, you know, I mean, they have, but like, as in like, been like, you know, take a step back states. and look at it, okay? We, they are, they have taken away our First Amendment right to assemble. Sue the, sue assemble. the federal government for That's not what I'm stepping saying. in. And then ACB and John Roberts 
were like, no, you know, we, we need to keep some restrictions. No, okay, we need to take them off. It's violating our First Amendment right. It's the problem is, is we do not live in a country where you can just tell the police, hey, go arrest this person. They, th- and I mean, the police that do that, I hope they all get fired. I hope every single officer in, uh, in New York that went house to house arresting people for breaking COVID restrictions, I hope they all get fired. Yeah. But they're not going to because it's a political shill. They are, yeah, they are, they work for the person that pays them. They're just classic and, bureaucracy, man. Yeah. And the, the cops that, you know, the story of the, the gym, you know, that gym story where the gym stayed open and they got a ton yeah. of donations, mm-hmm. you know, they broke their water main. Like there was a water truck there and yeah. the next day it was completely flooded and they did <laughs> that twice. So, and cops would stop people from going back there and checking out what was happening for their own safety, quote, quote. So, I mean, you can't limit... I mean, if people... if Honestly, if people want to get COVID, let them get COVID. Yeah. If somebody's going to be stupid enough to go get COVID, let them get COVID. Because yeah. if they're going to be stupid and get COVID like that, go get COVID. Yeah, Gene I'm like, pool cleansing need, at that point. We need to... We, we need to open the state. You need up. to you need to have more personal responsibility instead of looking at somebody and complaining the entire time. Because if you can't take responsibility for yourself, it's like I. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I had to. Call. Words can't even describe. No, words words can't even describe the stupidity of what is happening. And now that Trump's not ele- Trump's not president anymore, they don't need the political power anymore over COVID. So now they're starting yeah. to open up a little. Lori bit. Lightfoot, Andrew Cuomo, all these people. And you know, speaking of Andrew Cuomo, he just got in trouble for covering up numbers, death numbers because he literally put sick people in, you know, nursing, nursing homes, homes and killed so many elderly over people. 10,000 people died because up. he was incompetent. Yeah, he didn't he didn't want to, you know, it's just it's ridiculous at this point. And then, you know, he goes on Twitter and then blames the Jews for gathering in person. He said, you know, why are people still gathering at, you know, ma- um, not ma- mosques, synagogues, synagogues and stuff. He blames, he blames Jewish people for meeting. And I'm like, no, you just killed a whole bunch of elderly people in New York because you decided to put all these And he sick welded people gates in. shut so Jewish children could not play. Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. Anti-Semitism. Yeah, he's anti-Semite, but we're not going to make Hitler comparisons. <laughs> <laughs> I will. No guns, or almost no guns in that state. Complete moral authoritarianism on the streets. You know the cops that guarded the BLM political thing out in front of Trump Tower. Yeah. All of them need to lose their job. Yeah. Because they 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 were following an uh, like an illegal act. Because uh, I don't think he rented that street. But he also wouldn't let any other political things in the street. It was, are, it are was, talking it about was de Blasio? A, de Blasio, de Blasio. Yeah. Because that was his political message. And it's like, oh my god, BLM isn't political. When you have officials in government making it and not allowing anybody else to post anything on the street, that is a political message. Yeah, and it, they were trying to put like a, like, like it's like a pro-life thing yep. down. And he wouldn't allow it. And then I, there was a small town where it, they had that in front of a high school. And then some kid was like, hey, yo, uh, can I put a... Can I put put a Make America Great Again thing in the street? And they were like, no. And he was gonna sue this uh, the county, and then they removed the BLM mural. So I mean, there it's it's two sided. It's it's not there's. I don't know. It's just hard to watch happen when you can't do anything. I mean, at yeah. some point in this country, if it gets so bad to the point where people have to do stuff like if they try to lock everything down again, and they become more moral authoritarians like. <clears throat> at that point, then I, I, I people are gonna snap. 
People are going to snap. There are going to be more crimes. All of that fun stuff. And you are going to... Like I said, if you continue suppressing people, you can't kill ideas. Because yeah. you know you know the Q people? You know a lot of those people had been suspended off Twitter. So if you just can't see it. You can't argue with them. You can't tell them that their ideas are shit. Beat them down and then let them sort of like <clears throat> say, well, you know what, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Because if you, can, if you can de-radicalize people on a massive platform instead of sending them off to where their ideas fester and grow gangrenous and then they go raid the capital. You're forming an echo chamber that way because you're, you're making them mad. Yeah, and, and then, then you remove the echo chamber so they go into yeah. private messengers so their groups get even smaller and smaller and their ideas become more condensed. More radical, too. More radical and more condensed. It's insane. The mental, the mental competence of people that think that that is a good idea scares me. The people that say... Oh, I would love to have a position of power. I, I I love these people. And then they turn around and then they go like, Oh yeah, we need to we need to suppress speech. We need to make sure people can't speak their mind. If you have to silence ideas from somebody else, maybe you should reconsider your ideas. That sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like if like if a political establishment has to silence silence the opposition and doesn't allow free speech what idea really is the problem? Because if you can't have natural selection of ideas in a society, civil war, violence, all of that stuff is inevitable. You know? Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. I got into a little bit of tirade about that. Oh. A rift. <laughs> a rift. A rift. Final straw. Hollywood reporter sources say Disney wanted to fire uh, Carino in We were November. talking about that. It's crazy. So they're going to fire her for making a joke and then, you know, making obviously a, a fallacy out of you know just a comparison like 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 an analogy fallacy trying to compare the holocaust and republicans in this country which i disagree with but she shouldn't have been mad so they're gonna freak out over that they're not gonna you know shoot anything in georgia because you know georgia has strict abortion laws but hey we're in bed with china you know china is doing an actual ethnic cleansing china is actually you know throwing people into like little like this like little boxes with because they have covid it's insane it's insane and it's not just disney it's a lot of corporations it's it's facebook it's twitter it's it's the nba we saw the nba where that owner who criticized the treatment of hong kong in 2019 gets censored and i don't know if he lost his job or something but he had to pay a fine and then lebron came out and said oh you know you shouldn't be speaking on something like that you know that was just an ignorant comment and then they have they have their yeah. little their they're talking political stuff in yeah. the field. Yeah. They're talking, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. It's illegal. Um, I, I, I would consider it treason at some points. But um, you, you we can talk about the Uyghur Muslim genocide. Yeah. Over 20 million people It's been going on for a internet. while now. And it's just, it's, it's, it, that's an actual, that's when you can compare it to the Holocaust. And we are not doing anything about it. I say, I say we, I, huh. I don't have a position of power, not, but I would vote for somebody that would go in and uh, put blockages on exports and imports, like our imports or our exports to China. I'd say cut it off completely until but, they stop murdering millions of people like the actual Holocaust. Yeah. Until they stop putting people into camps. You know what? They cut people's hair off and they sell it to Americans. Yeah. It's insane. They cut them up for wigs. They and then they're getting in trouble. Because, and there was some company, and I don't know who it was. But they're in, they're they're in trouble right now because the Uyghurs are making their products. Like they're built, they built factories, and China is putting those Uyghur people to work in those, uh, you know, in those factories. 
and they asked the owner about it because he definitely knew about it, and he just he he, he declined to comment. I would I would like to I would like to revise a previous statement that I said. De Blasio is uh, Blasio shouldn't be compared to Hitler, but we can compare him to fascism. But this is a literal Holocaust to people. Hey, we are recording something right now. Please leave. Straight up. All right. So I mean, <laughs> you think about. Please leave. <laughs> All right. That was a great show. Um, hopefully we have more. And he's not being very nice. <laughs> I approve and support this effort. And he's not being very respectful. Leave the F out. Okay. We so, are doing this right now. We are closing it so, right now. I have to edit this now. So you all out I there. I have to edit this now. No. You have to wonder about a, a, a young man who treats his dad this way. Please his, get out. His I will loving, talk to you loving after. father that has taken him to all sorts of cool I know. Stuff. I just, this is my little. This is a great way to end the show. Right <laughs> I have to go in and edit this now. And why would you have to edit it other than the fact that you're in? Embarrassed. <laughs> and I'm not. I love you, man. Do the right thing. Whatever that is. And by the do way, the by right the way, the, I, I mouthed out freak instead of the actual oh, F word. Is that all oh, right? Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. And if you all believe that, you need to find another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting out of hand. All right, let's end it. All right. Clap. Clap and then let's, let's leave.